gentlemen, welcome into episode 13 of From the Hive, the podcast slash radio show series here on KALA. Before we get going, a bit of a disclaimer, this podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University, so hello to everybody. This is Ryan Schistel, joined by Anna Barry, Sierra Mari, and Abby Varkalis, as usual. This is going to be the final episode of the semester, as next week is finals week. But how's everybody doing so far today? Pretty good, Ryan. How about you? Oh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Sierra, how about I feel you? feel like the beginning always goes like that. <laughs> Um, right now I'm currently very nervous because I have my senior level capstone presentation to give in a few hours and I'm not even, you know, like physically ready right now. I got to change and stuff like that, but I feel like I'll soon be prepared once I have all my clothes on, you know, like my blazer and everything like that. I feel like I'll feel more confident right now. How about you, Anna? I'm doing pretty good. I just finished up taking an exam, so I feel much better now that it's over. Um, I'm definitely tired from staying up all night to study, but yeah, doing pretty good. So with Christmas break coming up, you know, we, we talked about, I think it was last week, if you like getting or giving gifts uh, on Christmas. So staying on kind of that theme, just what are some things that you guys are excited for over Christmas break? I'm excited to finally see my family. That is going to be the last time I see my family until I graduate because I'm not going home for a spring break. I'm going to stay here. So I am going home for like a week over winter break, and that's the last time I'll see my family. It's going to be so sad. I'm excited to relax and see my family like you, Sierra. Um, this semester has been really tough. It's just been a lot of studying and a lot of assignments to do. And I only know it's going to get harder with me starting the nursing program in January. So I really just want to take this winter break to relax, rejuvenate, re-energize, read my books, you know, and then really prepare for next semester and set myself up for success. So. Um, I would say I'm really excited to see my family, like Sierra. Um, I have my aunt and uncle um, live farther away, and so do my cousins, so we don't really get to see them a lot, so I'm really excited to see them. Um, and yeah, just relax and see my friends from back home and um, get or, or go Christmas shopping for my family and friends and everything. So, yeah. When do you guys leave for Christmas break? Either Tuesday or Wednesday. Thursday, the 14th. Yeah, I think I'm going to head home on Thursday after my theology final. That's crazy. And then you guys come back literally January 22nd. Yeah. Such yeah. a long break. Ryan, do you have any Christmas traditions that you normally do? Christmas traditions? Um, not that I can think of. Just, you know, going to see friends and family. I turned 21 over break. So that's going to be fun. My aunt and uncle got a new dog, like a puppy, yesterday. So probably drive out to Indiana, see the dog. That's crazy. It's adorable looking. You're driving all the way to Indiana to see a dog. I mean, look at that thing. Oh, cute. It's adorable. <laughs> Can you describe it to the viewers? It is a 
Beagle and Jack Russell Terrier mix. Wow. Um, it's mainly black with some white spots and some tan spots, almost like an Australian Shepherd coloring. Mm. But it's really cute. They're going to call her Minnie. Oh, so mini, very That's cute. So yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Just getting to see family since I only saw them once, twice this whole semester. I have a question for y'all. Do you normally eat ham for Christmas? You know, like you do turkey for Thanksgiving. What do you guys do? We usually do ham, um, but since my family is there, there's a lot of big eaters. Um, we do ham and turkey. For Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but I'm not really a ham person. I like turkey. Ham is just, ugh. <laughs> but turkey's pretty good. But we, that's tradition for us is ham is usually the main meal, you know, or food. See, I'm the opposite. I'm more of a ham fan, and I'm kind of, eh, on turkey. But I feel like we, I feel like we do do a ham, like, a lot. But it's not, like, every year. I know... Sometimes, I feel like we've done pasta before, or, like, my mom's side of the family is Polish, so we'll do, like, pierogies, Polish sausage, stuff like that. Normally we do ham, but I'm also, I love ham so much. I do, I am a fan of turkey, but I'm also a fan of ham, so I prefer ham way more. Yeah, I honestly can't even remember. I'm such a sides person, so half the time I don't even grab if it's turkey or ham or whatever, but... Whatever it is, my mom always makes it, and it's really delicious. So shout out to my mom. I know you're listening. <laughs> so before we get to Christmas break, we have finals. So we'll each kind of go around and walk the listeners about what our final schedule looks like, what final you're most nervous about, and if you're just like, what class are you like is happy you're done with yeah, either because it was hard or something like that. I'll go first. Sure. I'll go first. I'm happy to be done with my capstone class, not because I didn't like it, but because of how hard it was. And I'm finally like I feel like a breath of fresh air. I feel like I will after this dang presentation. I just want to get it over with and done and just you know, calm all the nerves. I'm just tired of feeling like so nervous for this and waiting for it. You know, the suspense is like killing me. I just want to get it over with. That, I mean, it is a final. It's like my final presentation, but I don't really have any like standardized final exams. It's mainly like final presentations. And I'm pretty much done with three of my classes so far. So now I just have the Spanish class and my capstone. And then I'm done. Um, I think Ryan and I talked about this before, but motion graphics. Um, our professor was really nice and super helpful, but it's just the class. Like, I'm not really big on, um, you know, designing on computers or, like, drawing. And I love being creative, but not in that way. <laughs> and so it was just, like, I mean, honestly, when I look back at it, though, like, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't really that hard, but it was just, like, um, a long process with the projects and everything. So, yeah. How about you, Ryan? Or Anna? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm most excited for my microbiology class to be over. Like, Sierra, I really did enjoy the class. It was a lot of valuable information, and I know I'll use it in the nursing field. But 
it was just a ton of work. I was always doing assignments for the class or always studying for the class, and it's like to be finally done. I'll be done on Monday with it. Um, it'll feel so good. Mm-hmm. And that's also the test I'm most nervous for, I think. Um, it's a cumulative final, and the past three exams that we've taken in the course already have been really challenging and difficult, and so I just know the final is going to be a big mix of a lot of hard information. So, yeah, most nervous about that one, but also most excited for it to be over. Um, then I have another final on the Wednesday of finals week, and that's in my soci- sociology class. So that should be pretty straightforward. Um, that teaches philosophies. He doesn't test you over stuff twice. So it's only about midterm till finals that I have to know that information about. And so that one should be okay. And then Thursday I have an online theology final and – not really sure what it's supposed to look like, but it's online and should be some essay questions, I hear. So mm-hmm. that one should be also okay. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Um, so for me, I would say my hardest class was either did, um, motion graphics, kind of like Abby talked about, or digital media practicum. Um, and I kind of joke around with my teachers and tell them that practicum was my hardest class because it really wasn't, but... It just requires a lot of, like, you know, outside of class time, having to go film, edit, stuff like that, which can make it a little bit challenging with a busier schedule. But, you know, for finals week, I've got an online final Monday, an online final Tuesday, and then an online final Thursday. So I I think I'm going to either leave Tuesday around midday or early evening, or I'm just going to stay until Wednesday and leave, like, right away Wednesday morning. So, This topic that I'm going to spill with you guys has a lot of controversy among students, okay? I have a question for you guys. Which semester, fall or spring, like, how do they compare to you? Which one's harder, in your opinion, fall semester or spring fem- semester? Um, I would say spring, just because that's when my lacrosse season is. And also, it feels longer. Like, spring semester feels very long, and I feel like since we're traveling, like, 24-7, um, it's, it's like, a lot. Um, I mean, it's manageable, of course, but um, at the same time, it's very – it's a difficult time. Um, I mean, luckily, we're staying here for spring break, so it won't be, like, that bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we have a lot of games this coming semester, so – um, I mean, it'll be fun, but still, it's a a stressful time for school. For myself, I think fall is probably the harder semester because it's like you're you're coming off a of summer break where you know you got to do just a lot of what you wanted. I'm sure all of us did some sort of work over summer, but like you know, you get to hang out with your friends. You don't really have any solidified routines that involve school. And plus, like, for me, when it comes to football season, you kind of know that, like, your Saturdays are always busy with football and, like, you're prepping during the week for that. And so I feel like that that definitely makes it harder. I feel like spring is also just a little bit easier because it's, like, you've got spring break, then you come back for, like, a week, go on Easter break, and then you have, like, another two weeks until you're done. I feel like my fall semester – goes by so much more slowly than my spring semester. I don't know why, 
But maybe because this specific fall semester has been the hardest semester I've ever taken in my entire life. I don't know. It's just felt like it kept on dragging on and on for real. And I'm honestly, I'm excited for next semester. I feel like it's, it is my last semester before I graduate from St. Ambrose University. So I hope it goes by fast. I'm ready to dip. <laughs> I would agree with um, Abby. I think my spring semester is harder. Even though soccer's in the off season, it's, we still have a spring season and, um, it's just a lot of time in the weight room, a lot of team meetings, a lot of building your mental side of the game. And then we only have three dates to play soccer games on. And those three dates, we play many games. And so I think the spring is always harder for me because it's just so much. And I know this next spring semester is going to be really hard because it's my first semester in the nursing program. But yeah, I think, yeah, the spring's harder for me. But I could also see how the fall would be harder because like the weather changes and I mean, thankfully, it's, like, bright and sunny and beautiful today. I don't even know. What yeah, is it at? warm for December. Like 54. 55. Yeah, 54, yeah. 55 degrees. And so, like, that's really nice. But I know, like, last year it was, like, a ton of snow and cold yes. and, like, mm. cold days. And I know that probably made fall semester harder last year. I don't know. Yeah. Global warming has really shown its true colors now, for real. Yeah. And if y'all don't believe in it, why is it 55 in December? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> We are going to step away for a few minutes. Anna did an interview earlier on, what, last week? So we're going to step away. Hello, KALA listeners. This is Anna Berry with From the Hive. Today I am joined by Amber Rose, a student here at St. Ambrose University, to talk about SAU's Chemistry Club. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't you first start by introducing yourself to the listeners? So as Anna said, my name is Amber Rose. I'm a senior here at St. Ambrose, majoring in chemistry and secondary education with a couple endorsements in middle school topics. On campus, I'm involved in campus ministry, music ministry, math club, chemistry club. I'm a the president of a Royal Neighbor Society chapter. I'm a manager on the swim and dive team, and I'm a senior senator with the SGA. Very involved. That's wonderful. I think that's it. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, I probably missed something. I do too much. Um, oh, and then I also hold four on-campus jobs, just in a variety of areas. So Very involved into the Ambrose community. That is wonderful. So like I mentioned before, we are talking about SAU's Chemistry Club in this segment. Why don't you tell the listeners what Chemistry Club is and what position you hold in the club? Yeah, so the Chemistry Club is a club that's open to anyone. And even though it's called Chemistry Club, we don't do all that much chemistry in it. It's really just about... Um, getting to know people around campus and getting to know the chemistry professors. We're really fortunate that our professors are super involved in our club and come to almost every club meeting. Um, and so it's a great way to get to know them on a more personal level and kind of build that relationship with them. But then also a lot of our members are chemistry majors. And so getting to know other chemistry majors or other STEM majors is where a lot of our members fall in the major community. But yeah, we just kind of focus on having a good time and our meetings are mostly full of like taking brain breaks to get away from campus a little bit. Um, and then in the chemistry club, I'm the president, and this is my first year in that position. Awesome. You're speaking on the club meetings, and so could you go in-depth a little bit more about what a typical club meeting looks like for your chemistry club? Yeah, so our club is a little weird. We actually have two style of meetings. So our first is just our traditional chemistry club meeting, which takes place in Lewis Hall here on campus, um, and those typically consist of some type of food or snack, 
our first meeting of this year, we made liquid nitrogen ice cream um, that we all got to eat, which was a good time. And then um, there's typically a demo of some sort. We counted the liquid nitrogen ice cream as both the demo and the um, snack. And then sometimes we'll have students speak on if they completed a summer internship or research, um, they can present about that. We've had guest speakers come in. We've had alumni come in. At our last chemistry club meeting of the semester, we did a chemistry jeopardy, um, just to kind of throw some fun facts out there about chemistry in general, but also SAU chemistry. And then the other half of our meetings are what we call EPCCCs, which is the Exploring Pizza Committee of the Chemistry Club, which was started by Dr. Andy Axup, who's one of our professors here on campus, um, just because he loves pizza and he loves the Quad Cities and he enjoys getting to know all of the students. So about once a month, he'll take us all out for pizza somewhere new in the Quad Cities and we get to try a new pizza place and just enjoy company and get to know each other a little bit better. Um, and so that's always a really good time. We actually just had our final one of the semester yesterday. So, Wow, that sounds like so much fun. Oh my gosh, you guys are doing some like experimental type things. You're learning with like the Jeopardy you were saying and then I mean, to explore the Quad Cities, that is just wonderful. I mean, there's probably so many great pizza places that I haven't even heard about, and I bet you've been able to experience. That is wonderful. As you're mentioning the demos that you guys do, it kind of triggered in my mind, I remember seeing you guys at Project Renewal's Halloween event. And so I was just wondering, do you and the Chemistry Club, do you make appearances at on-campus events, or do you make appearances in the Quad Cities area? And then also, do you bring those little science demos with you to those events? Yeah, we definitely do. So we did participate in the Project Renewal Halloween party where we did a self-inflating balloon activity with kids, and then they got to take their little Halloween balloon home with them. Um, but we also do demo days at the Bettendorf Family Museum and at the Putnam Museum so kids of any age can come and the professors and a couple students set up a range of like five to ten demos that we do for them and we explain the science behind it and they're all really like fun looking demos um, so it's really interesting to the kids. I think my favorite one is in chemistry reactions. There's forward and reverse reactions. There's a special combination of chemicals where you mix all three of them together and they'll constantly go back and forth between the forward and the reverse reaction. So if there's an indicator in the solution, it'll go from yellow to clear to blue to back to clear to yellow. Um, and it'll just keep flipping back and forth and it switches like a light switch. It doesn't even like fade really? to one to the next. Um, and so that's always a fun one to see the kids interact with because they're all like amazed and wowed and they all start screaming magic and it's just, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, oh, wonderful. But yeah. That sounds like so much fun, and I love that you're, like, making an impact in the little kids' lives, you know, exposing them to science and getting them excited about it. I think that if I were a kid and I came up to an event that you guys were at, I would just be in awe, like you're saying. I probably would be yelling magic. So what impact do you hope Chemistry Club will have on students at Ambrose and people in the community? So one of our big goals is definitely community outreach, trying to break a little bit of the stigma or fear around chemistry. A lot of people really don't like the topic, even if they don't know much about it, because they hear it's scary, and then they don't really give it a chance. And so we're trying to show, like, there's a lot of cool things you do with chemistry. It's used in everyday life, and it's not that scary. And once you, like, really get into it, it's a lot of fun. Um, and so that's something we're trying to do in the community with kids and exposing them to science, exposing them to what their future could be if they invest in it. Um, but then also here on campus, just trying to show people a lot of the times people are like why do I have to take a chemistry class like I don't use chemistry or I'll never use chemistry and 
we like to show them kind of what you can do with chemistry every day. Every time you cook a meal, every time you take a breath, every time you have an emotional reaction to something, that's chemistry either happening in the real world or in your body. And so it's just kind of something we want to show people. That is wonderful. I love that. Like, I'm just so interested in your club now. I really want to join it. Um, I especially want to go to your pizza adventures. <laughs> they are always a good time. I think showing that science is fun and it's interactive and it's engaging, I think that is an amazing thing. And I'm so happy that we have a club here on campus that is willing to do that and willing to help move science along and make it forward in everyone's life. So if student listeners are interested in joining Chemistry Club, where can they get more information? Um, if they email me or if they go to the third floor of Lewis Hall, we have a bulletin board up there. Um, or just ask any of the chemistry professors. They can help get you in contact with who you need to be in contact with. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Amber, for joining me today. And thank you, the listeners of KALA, for tuning into this episode of From the Hive. Once again, I'm Anna Vary, and I'm sending you back to the hive. Welcome back to From the Hive. Thank you, Anna, for an amazing interview. Now, I want to ask you guys about the new release of Stingers at the Beehive. How do you guys feel about that? Now, I got some controversial opinions again, but I want to hear y'all's take on it. I know there are four releases, The Grinch, Santa Claus, something else, and something else. Frosty. Probably Rudolph, if I had to guess. (laughs) I don't think there's a Rudolph one. I'm trying to find them on the social media. Oh, they're right here. So there's one called Berry Christmas, and that's blueberry and blackberry. There's the Grinch, which is kiwi, coconut, and pineapple. Then there's the Frosty, which is blue raspberry, blueberry, and watermelon. There is Snowball, which is coconut and pineapple. And then Santa Claus is cranberry juice, vanilla, and red raspberry. Honestly, I have not tried any of them yet, but I did try Santa Claus last year, and that one I would say is probably my favorite of the winter flavors. Yeah, I think that one sounds the best. I haven't tried any of them. Yeah, neither have I. That one sounds good. Now, you guys, I'm pulling up the old Grinch recipe, and it is different than the new Grinch recipe. I don't know what they did to the new one, but I heard that it honestly is terrible. Kiwi? Does that belong in Grinch? No. I mean, yeah, it makes it green, but no. The original Grinch, I will say is going to be, for a large, three green apple, three pineapple, two peppermint, and one white chocolate. Before, Yeah, before holiday, remember, guys, I was telling you how I love the green apple, pineapple, and white chocolate because peppermint's only for holiday? Well, now you can add peppermint, and that is the OG Grinch that they had that I fell in love with. But now they don't have it anymore. So, honestly, I think I'm going to go on strike. (laughs) Can you go to the counter and ask them to make it? Do yeah, they have the flavorings? Yes, for I you? did actually. Oh, good. So I still actually am an active supporter of the Beehive. I wonder how they um, one make their recipes and two like come to switch them. Yeah, like who is the pool of people that they test the recipes on? Because clearly, this pool of people is not like that inclusive for real. Looks like they should be heading to KLA Studios and having us be their taste testers. Yeah. We should actually do that. <laughs> or we should that make our really own fun. blue drink. Like a light blue or something, mm. right? That would be cool. That would be. If you have little kids around you and you're listening to this, I recommend either you shoo them away or you turn it off for a little bit because we're talking about something. 
uh, special. Okay, this is really random, but when you guys were little, did you guys have, like, Elf on the Shelves? Yes. Yes, I did. Did your parents, like, do, like, fun things with it? Like, hide it somewhere and, like... Oh, yeah. You know? Somewhere new every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Until, until, like, they would forget one day. They'd be like, all right, well, he didn't move. Yeah, my parents did that. What's the deal? (laughs) Yeah. Or Santa would eat the cookies, leave a little trail of crumbs... Yeah, like dirty Santa dirtying up the house. See, parents today, like I don't know, they get very creative with Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. ever seen the ones where it's like they'll melt chocolate <laughs> and like put it on like a piece of toilet paper <laughs> yeah. sitting right next to it? My parents. So I think my sister and I, I had to be like, I don't know, first grade maybe, and. We uh, we came home, and my parents, they were so creative with this thing. Like, they took – my mom was, like, big into knitting, so she had, like, a ton of, like, extra yarn. So they took the yarn and just, like, strung it everywhere in our living room, like, everywhere, and had, like, the elf, like, swinging on it. So it was – that was a uh, wow. thing. Wow. We did some crazy stuff with it. I saw something actually earlier – this morning about how these parents like just kind of wanted to be done with elf on the shelf and they didn't know how to do it so they took like a mini santa hat and put it on the plate and they got like chicken wings and ate it to the bone and like made a little body out of it and then wrote a note from santa saying the elf tasted delicious and i had the cookies for dessert oh no like just like that's how the parents are like that's how we're done with this that's awful. Wow. It's awful, but it's kind of funny. The kids are going to, like, think negatively about Santa now, for real. When did you guys stop believing in Santa? Never. Yeah. I'm yeah. still believe in a little bit of Christmas magic. Of course, you have to. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, you stop believing when you are Santa. That's <laughs> on facts. Honestly, since we started talking about this, so the only thing going through my mind is if there's a little kid list, like, oh that listens gosh. to this, we are just ruining their life. So when you guys are home for Christmas break, yeah, do you plan on working at all or just kind of hang out? Yeah, I'm going to stay in Davenport to continue waitressing, and I'm also going to work at the radio station and help around. So I'm going to be doing all that. And I'm also, over holiday break, I will be applying to graduate schools, so i got to do that as well. Um, I don't plan to work much over break. Um, I have a lot of nursing school paperwork I need to get filled out, but, um, I will come back. I don't know what days yet, but I'll come back and work a few shifts at the hospital. And then also, um, my soccer coach here at Ambrose, he is hosting some like kid clinics and some like kid soccer camps. So I might help him out with those with some coaching. So coach for a little bit and then, yeah, definitely work at the hospital sometime this break. I think I'm going to, like, just DoorDash when I'm home again. I did that last Christmas and made some good money off of it, so probably just do that. I might text my boss from over the summer and see if there's anything that they need for this winter. Just, like, kind of snow removal, snow plows, stuff like that. But outside of that, just hang out. So 
I work at over the summer and during breaks. I work at a like golf course restaurant, and um, my boss texted me and she's like, "Oh, actually, we're closing for like the majority of break." And I'm like, "No way! I need money." <laughs> so now I think I have to figure something else out. But I do a lot of babysitting at home, so I'll continue that and then probably find like some sort of daycare in the area that I can work at for a little bit and see if that works out yeah my friends and i here are doing like a secret santa and we're all giving each other the gifts on monday like right at about the time this is going to be released i still haven't gone shopping for the person i have yet oh you my have. god uh, i have my friend's girlfriend so I have no idea what I'm going to buy. Why is your friend's girlfriend involved in the secret Santa of roommates? No, it's not like me and my roommates. It's just like me and a few friends. Ah, I thought it was of your roommates. I was like, hold on now. Ryan, what are your ideas for gifts? Um, well, she, like? she really likes cats. So cat. <laughs> not getting her a cat. But... I don't know. I know she likes, like, sour candy. She likes cats. And then just, like... That's literally me. Go to Walmart, get sour candy, and get a cat Squishmallow. They have them. Like, a huge bucket of them. Do they? Yeah. Do you have me? (laughs) No. What? Why would I have you? I love sour gummies, and I'm such a cat girl. But everybody knows dogs are better than cats. (gasps) I agree. No, it shows how uncommon cat lovers are, so you do have me. (laughs) I'm not even in that friend group. I'm just saying. No, you're not. (laughs) I have a secret Santa thing with my roommates as well. You know, we live on campus in one of the apartments here. And so all four of us have, you know, each other. Who do you have? Can I say? Do they listen? Or when are you exchanging gifts? No idea. Sometime next week. Uh, And one of my... Yeah, did they listen to this? You know, they might, but they most likely don't. Eh, just say it. But my viewers, my listeners don't know who they are, so it doesn't even matter anyway. (laughs) But my one roommate thinks she has somebody who... No, 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 no. My one roommate thinks I have somebody else, you know, who I don't have. And I'm like... Just wait till she sees the gifts under the tree. It's going to be so, like, I don't know. It's going to be so weird for her. Just wait. Mm -hmm. Because we've been lying to her saying we had blah, 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 this and that when it's fake. So I think that is going to do it for episode 13, a.k.a. the final episode of From the High for the fall 2023 semester. Uh, Special thank you to Dave Baker for repeatedly let us put this show on. Thank you to everybody who has listened. We're going to hopefully bring this back next semester. And, yeah, I think that's going to do it. So, once again, I'm Ryan Schistel. For Abby Varkala, Sierra Mari, and Anna Very, have a great rest of your day. And we will talk to you all next year.